the speed dating, by the way. Huh? <laughs> speed dating? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, we will. We're gonna we're gonna hit that in the end of the end of the show. For those of you that just started listening and heard the word speed dating, there will be more to come on that one. So look out. Leave me the fuck out of there. <laughs> All right, let's let's get that share on. That's it. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know why people got messages me when I'm doing the show. Oh, I told you, B. Fucking. Uh-huh. It's called Do Not Disturb. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right. So we're just sharing it. Everybody just give us a few minutes to get the audience up. Uh, we're talking some real shit tonight. Ready to upset some people. Maybe make their <laughs> eyes roll in the back of their head. I don't know. Yeah, you can definitely leave me out of that speed dating bullshit. Fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> Has, have any of you guys ever done speed dating before? Mm-mm, nope. Seen it on TV, never done it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I, I mean, hey, it's it's making a comeback because I think people are fed up with apps. But um, yeah, what, yeah. Uh, my friend Abby that I had on the show, um, I went to a few of her speed dating events. Um, and and would you believe that a lot of matchmakers have a harder time getting men to show up than women, like women file into the place and it's hard to get men to show up to speed dating events. I figured to be the opposite. <laughs> you know, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's already kind of set up for you. You just sit at a table. I, I, my understanding is like a couple of minutes and you move on to the next table. Is that how it works? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. No, you, you, not the next table. Well, yeah. Whatever your station is or whatever it is, you just move on after a certain time. You have like three minutes to talk. It's really weird because I kind of feel like you need to get like a. Um, you you kind of have to find a rhythm with that shit. So. Like it, you have to you have to be used to you have to be I'm sorry, well, versed in the art of having a three minute conversation that pulls somebody in and that's enticing and, and interesting and all that stuff. So. I just think I find that to be really, really interesting. So that that's that's really what it is, but it's it's just been gonna come back. So but that is not what today's show is about. If you want to know what today's show is about, please read the motherfucking caption. Do now not dings. disturb. Do not disturb. Yeah. My phone don't work that way, man. <laughs> Everybody's phone got a do not disturb option. Yeah, but if I hit that, it cuts off the internet. So. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. not good. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Basic phone. Um. Oh, shit. No, go back. Go back. Sorry, I got to hit all these. Spaces and groups and all of this shit. So give me a second, y'all. Give me a second. Just give me a second. 
Got to share in a couple more spaces. Hmm. Yeah, the only place I ever seen speed dating was fucking uh in movies and shit. That forty year old virgin. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> that, but also <laughs> things I saw into. It, it like, wasn't bad, but like I'll say it like this: the last one that I went to. Um, Abby partnered with this guy who is a former NFL player. He's a wide receiver. He's a really tall, you know, decent-looking guy. Tall guy, athletic, in shape. And, um, you know, he was, like, there kind of helping the event go on. And it was like a um, – what was it? It was kind of like just a, a secondary host of the event. Okay. But, you know, when they had these breakout sessions and conversations – the, the what happened was um all the girls is just flocking to him and all the rest of the dudes standing there like well what the fuck are we doing now <laughs> so it was just fawning over this nigga so it was just like it was it, it was kind of just interesting sorry i love you abby your your events are great i'm not shitting on your events <laughs> all right facebook what up okay so we don't feel enough thank you people listening on audio on the interwebs everybody for for bearing with us for a few minutes there while i shared that that show oh my goodness i didn't share it on my personal page how could i how could i not slipping bro i really am i really am probably getting out of notification it's probably gonna vibrate my phone again oh well at least you'll know when it's coming because maybe you can like mute ahead of time then Oh, shit, that wasn't as bad. That wasn't as bad. Okay. I think I fixed it. Okay. So, I'm going to put the shit on my personal page, too. All right. So, everybody's read the caption. You know what it is today. Uh, before we really 110% jump into this, um, really need to... Do the same old intro we always do. This is the Men Like Us podcast. It's a podcast for men by men. This is a men's space. So, ladies, please understand there is a trigger warning always in effect on this show. We are going to say things the way that, you know, we feel we need to say them in a way that's palatable to men, not women. We just going to keep it real. We're not doing any of the political pretenses, none of that shit. So, um, you know, y'all want to hear what men really think? You in the right motherfucking place. Because we're going to say that shit. So um, without further ado, you know, today's topic, which people are already commenting on, is uh, is activism. We're, we're talking about activism as a requirement. Are trans amorous men required to be activists for the transgender community? And I want to be clear, the definition that I'm going ahead with when it comes to activism, activism to me, as I understand it, is, you know, going, marching down the street, protesting, starting 501c3s, um, getting laws changed, like actual stuff that political activists do. That's, That's how I view activism. And I think some people don't understand the difference between activism and advocacy. Because what a lot of guys in in this space do, do, what we're doing right now, what what all the guys on this this show, what we all do is um, we are all advocates 
we we spread understanding knowledge you know we we really we really advocate for the community in all spaces that we're in we don't we are anti-transphobia all of that stuff that in my mind is being an advocate and being an ally but an activist is a lot more of an active role in my mind that's how i see it so you know i when we're having this discussion about, you know, our trans men required to be activists, that's the understanding we're moving ahead with, is that the activists are really the politically active people, you know, standing, you know, standing in the streets, getting your head stomped on by police, like being a straight up protester, activist, you know, getting arrested, uh, you know, really getting politically active in that way. Like really putting yourself out there, being in the forefront, being seen, all of that shit that, you know, you see a lot of trans women do. And, you know, obviously you see a lot of allies do it as well. So, um, but those are just two different things. There was some ugly mess that was started on this show in the comment section that blew into something much larger. But I wholeheartedly believe it was because people were using words and they weren't going with the same understanding of each word. Yeah. You can be an advocate and not be an activist in that sense, you know, organizing rallies and doing all these things, all these very visible things. Um, so anywho, um, what, what started this was um, I don't know. You know what? Corey, do you want to do you want to do this, sir? I can leave it at that. Um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I can leave it at that. <laughs> I don't put no, I don't want nobody upset at you for it. But really, so what happened was, um, you know, and, and, and please go back and listen to the clubhouse, the very first clubhouse uh, conversation that I recorded on this channel. On that, uh, in that clubhouse conversation, it was me, Troy, and a lot of other, you know, trans activist women. Uh, you know, what the girls they call that are part of what they call the blue check mafia, so to speak. Um, you know, very outspoken people with a presence online. So, you know, in that conversation, you know, there were women saying, well, transgenderist men, you you need to show up for us. You have to do this. You have to do that. You need to be willing to die for us. You need to be out there marching every day. Y'all need to organize. You need to start your own organizations. Y'all need to do all this stuff. And if you're not doing this, you don't really love us. You're not really trans amorous and all these things. And, you know, um, the, the, the demand to, for, for any man who is dating a trans woman, married to a trans woman, or just says he likes trans women, treats the community with respect, you know, the demand for all of these guys to have to do, check all these boxes, you know, that's something that, you know, has echoed because, I mean, just recently there was an acolyte of sorts uh, who was listening to some of these idiots, you know, going on about like, hey, trans amorous men need to be doing this, 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 and this. And then here she comes to one of the guys talking about, yo, um, well, I just think you should be doing this. And if you're not doing this, then you're not really blah, blah, blah. And I've had that with me. Well, 
I mean, it's nice that you do your little podcast and everything, but if you're not doing, but if you're not in the streets marching, if you're not getting your head stomped on, if you're not willing to get shot for us and die for us and all this other shit, then, I mean, you're not really doing anything. You're not really legit. Like, you're not really, like, who cares? What you, like, you're, you're not making a difference if you're not doing things the way that I say you should be doing it. So, like, that's a mindset that is, uh, popular, sort of popular, but I'll say it like this. It's a mindset that's popular among women who first are, are single, don't have successful relationships with men, and then B, you know, they just ride high on this anger and, and all their hurt and pain. Like, it's, it's, it's a common thread that ties a lot of these individuals together. And, um, you know, that's that's really the intro of all of this, but you know, it's being a political activist, is being an activist really a requirement? Should transgender men have to be activists? Yes or no? Uh, I'm gonna toss it over to Mike first. Mike, what what are you thinking? I mean, I don't think you have to be an activist just to prove that you're trans amorous like i mean it's like wanting to be in a relationship with a trans woman and wanting to be an activist are two different things like just because a person doesn't go to marches or anything like that doesn't mean that they don't care you know they can care and they could be like in a space where someone's being transphobic and they could call it out but it's two different things. Like being an activist is being way more hardcore and saying, hey, I'm going to step up 100% of the way and go above and beyond what I what I have to do as a human being. You know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, you got people that march for all different types of rights, and then you got people who they're passionate that, okay, what you're marching for, the other people are actually wrong, but... I'm just not going to take off of work five days a week to go and do that. You know what I mean? Like, like that, that's just a reality of life. Like not everybody's going to be that passionate where they're going to say, fuck this responsibility, this responsibility, this responsibility, just to go out there and do that. You know, but then you got people who will, because they're just that passionate about the cause. Yeah, for sure. And you brought up one really good point, which is work. And if you listen back on that clubhouse uh, conversation that we have posted on this channel, um, I brought that up. I'm like, look, these are this this trans amorous community of men that are having all these ridiculously high expectations tossed on them. They're just regular guys trying to make it in the world. And like these motherfuckers got jobs. Forget the marching part of it. Motherfucker, you can't keep your job if you in jail. <laughs> and who the hell's giving me bail to get out of jail? This shit costs money. When when they got the minimum wage protesters out there, they got money and organization ready to go to get people out of jail. They got shit ready to go. I mean, by all means, let me know what the plan is. But you know, I know for me and what I do, having a record ain't ain't the move, fam. It ain't the move. Being being a part of the news ain't the move for what I got to do. Mm -mm. There's, a, so, there's a reason I think you called this 
group the tribe because we're really tiny just a little bit of us you know we don't have a whole lot of financial backing to to do these things these uh um to organize marches and and protests for the the community we'd like to but we just we just don't have that backing as you say so reason why we're called the men like us tribe (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that's another really big part of this like yo we are very small in number and um you know i again another thing i brought up on that conversation to the people that are bringing these arguments that we need you're not really for us you really ain't you guys really ain't doing it and y'all are just doing the bare minimums and y'all are trash because you're not doing all these things like at the end of the day this is such a small community that like it's we post pictures in our group whenever guys are in the same physically in the same space because it doesn't happen very often like that's some shit that's noteworthy when we hang out <laughs> in person but I, but i mean also like there's been a couple of us like me and trell who have gone to like different events and stuff like that to where a lot of times we'll get asked like oh what the fuck are you doing here at this event and everything like that you mm-hmm. know they're not trans or something like that and the only organization that has never done that to us was the brooklyn ghost project which is also another trans related organization that you know is fighting for you know the rights of trans people you know so so it's like if we're gonna go if we're gonna go to like say nine out of ten events and nine of them or i mean if we're gonna go to ten events and then nine out of ten of them are looking at us like we shouldn't be there mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you got people trying to say oh but you're not doing enough it's like how can we really take you seriously that we're not doing enough when most of your organizations don't even want us there and there's like one that's cool so i'd like to add to that too um so i've actually been to one of these types of marches before out in california when i was out there i was down in san francisco i participated in the uh, what they call the the people's march we walked we uh, marched down all the way down polk street down to the civic center in san francisco where a lot where a lot of this started you know we did that march because they talked about how it was like one of the first marches they did back way back in the day like in the 70s and i participated in that and you know walking down the street you know you, you see a lot of your different people so many different people participating in this march but people would come up to me as i was walking down the street and they, they'd ask me like so what, what do you what do you what, what's what's your situation basically you know and i tell them oh, i'm a transamorous man a lot of people kind of look at you sideways, you know, <clears throat> because, you know, again, like with Mike saying, like, what, what, what are you doing here? And I'm like, and when you explain to them what your situation is, they, they look at you sideways and whatnot. There's not really a whole lot of support. I mean, a lot of people support, but there's a lot of people against us, so to speak, you know? So, you know, I could definitely feel you there on, on that, Mike. So, so uh, before we continue on, I want to address a comment. Um from paul grant so paul grant says you don't have to understand it trans people of color are dying at this uh I'm, I'm assuming he says disproportionate levels so they have a lot to be emotional about and i don't think you have the right to tell someone to check their feelings never told anybody to check their feelings um like seriously what are you people honestly complaining about not complaining are we having this shallow conversation right now conversation isn't shallow we're answering a question, sir. So if you would like to take part in this, by all means, but don't sit there and just try to make this into some shit that it ain't. 
because that's some bullshit, uh, Paul Grant. That is trash. So the question on the table is, is it should it be a requirement? Is it a requirement for transamorous men to be activists? That's where we're at right now. So some people say yes. Other people say no. And we're going to have some fucking conversation about that shit. So if you don't like the conversation, please just leave. Just leave. And you, know, you, can, you can go somewhere and then come back in another conversation if you don't like this one. I have a year's worth of conversations before this. So the door now can hit you on the way out. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's look, some people again, I'm not here to be political and keep keep everybody happy. I'm just having a real conversation because there are people out there that are coming up to men who are saying, Hey, you're transamorous. Why aren't you doing this? You need to be doing that. And the real answer. The, and that leaves that man to say, well, dang, should I be doing this? Is that what I should be doing? X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't know. Am I a bad person now because I'm not doing this? Is this a requirement? Whatever, whatever. This conversation here helps people understand, help guys think that shit through. Because you have to be able to think that shit through and figure out for yourself what's, what's, what's right and what's wrong. So we all have our opinions here. But as I start to show up a lot of times, this show is really here to generate thoughts and growth in men and help them figure out who and what the fuck they really are. So um, we're going to continue this and I'm going to let my main man Troy on because he's been waiting ever so patiently for us <laughs> to join the group. What's going on, Troy? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, bro. Yeah. So uh, Troy well, was let me, there. Let me, let me, let, let me address oh. Paul. Okay. Let me address Paul. Go, go ahead. Um, you know, this is a legitimate question. Um, and if we even roll it back even further, we can go to half a decade ago uh, when we were in the spot. And I think Chris was going to allude to this. Uh, and we were protesting and talked down. And uh, something that was groundbreaking was basically protested and, and, and stopped uh, because people were in their feelings. Um, you know, you don't even have the right to say anything because you wasn't in the room, brother. You know, I've been doing this work longer than, than, than most. You know, uh, I always tell people, go to my YouTube page and just read the comments on how I've impacted people. Be in the room or be on the Zoom calls when we have the, or, or sit on the panels when we have the conversations about the work that, 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 that I've done the work that Chris is doing right now, the work that, that the Trans Supporter Brotherhood have done, and the guys who, who, who are in both of these groups. So again, when we start to talk about activism versus advocacy, advocacy is doing the work. Activism is showing up and, 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 and ooh, ooh, look at me, look at me. I don't mm. care that people know who I am. They do. I can go anywhere in the country and they know who I am, but they know me because of the work that I do, because of the advocacy and, and because I stand up for this community. So when you sit there behind a keyboard to criticize when I don't know who you are, how dare you speak to me? And literally, that is why that is that that is why I get upset with some of the brothers, because simping must be easy because there's a lot of simps out there. Hmm. Well, further add to that too. Oh um, yeah, go ahead. Go another, yeah, another issue is I think it's just pre preconceived notions. He had a preconceived notion and he twisted some of, of 
what we're trying to talk about here because of preconceived notions and those things should just be left out like you know let's let's actually stick to the facts and what's actually being said the actual words and facts and let's not come into this already with the mindset of oh you're bad or you're good let's just have an honest conversation here you know that's what we're trying to do you know so, well, yeah. that's what this space is for. And, um, you know, again, back to the crux of it, you know, is activism a requirement? There are women that say, yes, you trans amorous men, you need to be out in the streets. You need to be doing this. You need to be starting these organizations. Y'all can, I've heard some, you know, one of the ladies say, well, you know, men can organize on anything. Men can organize on fantasy football. They can organize on this, organize on that. And I'm like, that's cool. But now we're conflating two different groups because, yes, in general, men can organize on a whole lot of things. But this kind of ragtag group of dudes that largely know each other from the Internet can't organize on shit because I'm I'm just be true. Be, be real with it. I'm in Houston. And in Houston, I got one other friend that's trans amorous here. Me and my boy walking down the street with a motherfucking sign ain't going to help shit. Like this shit right here, digital media at this point in my mind is our best tool to reach as many men as possible. And, you know, and I am getting off the topic by even just explaining that. But it's really, you know, activism, 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 organizing, nonprofits, you know, marches getting arrested, protests, all that stuff. You know, it's, if you're not doing this, you're not valid as a trans amorous man. And I am going to just say for myself, I would advise any man who hears those kinds of arguments to don't just disengage because this person most likely just has really crazy expectations. And I would say you're not a bad guy if you are not an activist, because here's the thing. Because a lot of these girls, you know, well, not a lot of these girls, but the ones who are saying that men have to be activists are usually the ones asking, well, we don't see y'all in relationships either. Where y'all, why aren't none of y'all in relationships? We don't see y'all in relationships. We don't see y'all in the streets. This, this, and this. But here's the thing, though. Every nigga I know, every man, not nigga, every man that I know who is married to a trans woman, I don't, ain't none of them, ain't none of them ready to put their face out anywhere for shit. They got their lives and they're doing their thing. They're not wearing no fucking t-shirts. They're not doing no goddamn podcasts. They barely active in, in our private secret Facebook groups. These are some of the most laid back, chill back dudes in the world. These are the men that are marrying trans women. Give it, supporting them, be, being straight up good ass husband cities women. They're not of that. So that's not completely necessary to be trans amorous or anything like that. You don't have to put your face out there. You don't have to be this fucking like uh, uh, exalted martyr like this. You don't have to be this person that's out there in this figure, this head figure. You know, um, I, I just don't think it's necessary. If you if you say you're trans amorous, <clears throat> goddamn you're trans amorous, but your the expectations on you. Uh, in that regard, are are just bullshit, and I would I would toss it away. Now, if activism is something you want to do, ball means do it. But you're still valid whether you do it or not, in my mind. So, so I didn't say my piece, and you know I want to I want to get back to um 
I want to, and I know people don't like it when I do this, but I want to get back to Paul and just say, yo, for real, no hard feelings. Come back for another show. If you disagree, you disagree. It is what it is. It is. It's all good. You know, come on back to the group. We can disagree on this topic and we can agree on a hundred others because that's another thing that this whole space has fucked up is when you disagree, now you're enemies. That should not be the case. You can disagree on one fucking issue. Troy and I disagree on shit and we still boys. I've heard him disagree with his boy, argue up and down, knock down, drag out argument. And they still the best of friends. Like it's so I don't want to put that spirit out there where well, if I disagree with you, then fuck you. That's how some other people do that shit. Us guys in this space, we don't do that. So, Paul, come on back. We disagree with you on this one topic, but come on back for another <clears throat> conversation because we might be right on the same page. So, and, and I really want to... sparring. What's up, bro? I said it's intellectual sparring, in a sense. You're trying for to sure. get better and learn as a person. Absolutely. And... and-, and- yeah, and go ahead, Troy. The other thing, the other thing is, is, you know, how many spaces like these are out there where men can just come and talk, men from, from diverse backgrounds can have real conversations, um, you know, share ideas, uh, have somebody else to, if they want to shoot, you know, because, you know, I've, I've, I've talked to both, both Mike and Corey, you know, on, you know, uh, all, you know, through Messenger and stuff, you know, I've talked to Corey on the phone. We, we talked for a while. So, Again, it's it, it, it's all about being able to share ideas. It's all about not feeling alone. Because when I first started doing the work, and like I said, I've done the work, so uh, you know there was nobody out there. There was there were there were no other voices, and so um, it was you know it was it was a kind of a lonely thing, a lonely place to be. But the more I the more I stood up, the more other guys stood up, and now the Chris's of the world, and all these other all the Corey and all you guys, Mike, y'all y'all, y'all stepping up. And, and, and you are talking and you're having these conversations and those those the, these conversations are important because they go out to other guys and other guys are going to reach out to to us uh, individually or, or collectively. So, you know, just because, you know, some of these women don't see the work that we're doing, it's all very, very valid. Um, mm-hmm. And if you take the time to talk to us and listen instead of just wanting to respond and get out your feelings, listen to us because there are some ideas, especially about the violence around trans women. I know that's a different subject, but that, that we would love to share and would love to get into because, uh, but nobody wants to listen because, you know, we have to do things the way that you want me to. And that's not, I'm, I'm never going to be that guy. And, and, and I, I know that you know, the guys here, we're never going to be those guys that we are just going to capitulate and simp and just say, okay, we're going to do it your way because we're men and we do things in a different manner. Uh, couldn't agree more. Um, and, you know, that's, that's, that's another list of it. But, you know, the activism, like you said, Troy, is being seen. And it is about, you know, people saying, well, we're not, we're not seeing the work. You transgenders guys, we're not seeing you do the work. We need y'all to step up and do the work. We're not seeing it. It's just like, yo, please, ladies, if y'all hear this in your in your circles, please help help your sisters understand that just because you're not seeing it doesn't mean it isn't being done. And like, just just understand that much because there's it is happening. All the guys on this call, 
we can all attest that we have talked to men that have said, hey, man, I saw your video. Hey, man, I, I, I found your podcast. Hey, man, I, whatever. And they just started sharing they, they, and, and it just comes out. They let it all out because a lot of the men that come to us, they've never had an opportunity to, 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 to share honest opinions about any of this stuff ever in their lives. So it is kind of liberating. But um, I kind of want to switch gears, guys. Because, you know, we're, we were talking about ad, activism as a requirement. And I think, I think a lot of us would agree here that activism is not a requirement to be transamorous. And it is a requirement placed on, it's, it's, it's a requirement that some try to place on men. But, you know, they don't have any place to do that. They don't have any right to do that shit. So, but I do want to talk about another requirement, though. One that I actually do believe is a requirement. I actually believe advocacy is a requirement. I hope I spelled that right. I believe advocacy is a requirement. Activism is not a requirement, but advocacy is a requirement. And I've said this on other shows. One of the bare minimum things that guys can do is to put their privilege, sacrifice their privilege in all spaces. You're in a space with other cis hetero men and they start talking shit about trans people speak the fuck up don't just hide in the background don't blend in and say nothing speak up be anti-transphobia in any space that you're in eradicate that shit but um i don't know fellas what do y'all think about the uh, advocacy as a requirement what are some other things that guys should be doing outside of just doing that shit in conversations with other men um, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a small thing, but yet it can be a very powerful thing because, you know, I say this all the time. I believe change happens, especially social change happens conversation by conversation by conversation. You have a conversation, somebody it spikes off to other conversations. So, you know, if somebody's talking some negative bullshit, you know, try to set them straight and they may not. They may not give in. They may not listen to you. They may be like, oh, no, it's bullshit. You know, trans women aren't women, uh, 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 and, you know, but that, that could sink in. And maybe eventually it could take weeks, months, years. Eventually it could have a positive effect for everybody involved. But sorry, I'm getting off track. But no, you know, change happens by conversation, having conversation like what we're doing here. I mean, it's like, to be clear, like, being an advocate is being supportive of trans women. Being an activist is going hardcore, being at the marches and doing all that stuff. So when you are being when you are being supportive, you are being an advocate because you're saying, hey, whatever space I'm in, if someone's getting out of line and they're saying something they shouldn't, I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna make sure that, you know, that shit doesn't happen around me. You know, so that that's what I'm saying. Like, you just got to understand, like, being supportive and being an advocate is pretty much the same thing. Being an activist is going above and beyond. I mean, you know, um, you know, arguably, um, you know, am I an activist? You know, have, have the things that I've done uh, have been groundbreaking? Have I gone to the conferences? Have I put myself on the line? Yeah, I've done that. You know, um, you know, there's other guys who were with me, you know, Antoine and Jonathan, 
uh, you know, they were there, you know, um, uh, Stan was there uh, that day uh, sitting in the audience. There's a couple other guys, I can't remember off the top of my head, who were in the audience who paid their money to fly to Chicago to be there to, 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 to just, you know, just vibe and, and, and just, 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 just get with the brothers and like have real conversations. All of that got knocked down. I saw the brothers in the audience and I was pointing and I'm like, hey, oh, you, you here, you made it. You know, so, so again, when you're visible, when you're vocal, is that activism in some in some people's mind? It's not, but in mine, yeah, because there are so many men who hide in the shadows and they get all of the the, the fruits of, of of the community that they can uh, without putting any skin in the game, and yet mm-hmm. we are visible and vocal, and the the the, the expectations of what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to do it are just are just crazy to me. So, you know, it's always a small but vocal minority who has the most to say. Because, you know, Chris, I know you 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 and I know that, you know, you get a lot of support. I get a lot of support from women. Uh, but everybody's gonna have their haters. And, you know, when you become visible and vocal, you have to understand that haters come with the uh territory for sure um i think some another part of the you know advocacy that you know i think it's pretty basic that a lot of guys can do you know is 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 to bring understanding in all spaces you know help other people learn like the trans community is so small like just looking at raw numbers whatever number you know i mean they track as best they can but, you know, from the data that I've seen, it's like two million people, you know, two million Americans that are transgender. And that's split between trans men and trans women. And that's a very small snippet of America's population. So I just think, you know, going out there and helping other people understand things that they got twisted, like, no, oh, they just men and women and this, this and this, or, you know, just misunderstandings about, well, no, I don't want them in my bathrooms because of this, or I don't want them playing sports because of this, like clearing up shit and just helping people understand certain things in spaces where there are no other trans individuals to help out, I think really helps. And, um, you know, I think that's a form of advocacy that I think a lot of men is, I think that's just bare minimum. Like, when I say advocacy is a requirement, the stuff that we're talking about is like, fellas, this is the bare minimum shit you should be doing. And it's reasonable to expect a man who says he's transamorous to do these things. You know, it, it could be as simple as, you know, sharing, you know, make, uh, uh, spreading awareness about deaths of trans people, trans women, black trans women, because those are really the ones who's dying. It ain't trans people. It's black trans women are the ones who's dying. So, you know, sharing awareness about that uh, you know, whether it's you were wearing the T-shirts, whatever, hashtags like, I mean, to be honest, that's all some trans women are doing themselves in this area. Like, and that's fine uh, if that's where you're at, bro. Like, you're not especially bad or you're not lazy. Like, yo, it's it's for some people. And then if you have a calling to be an activist, by all means, follow that shit and do it. And and, and I'm sure the community is is will be happy for you to, you know, to, to, to fulfill that role, whoever you are out there. Um, but, you know, I, I had to help some people understand that, hey, this is a community of guys with fucking jobs and, you know, all the stuff that I do, 
you know, I'm not making any money from this shit. This is all on my own dime. I spend my own money, pour my own, literally thousands of dollars into this, my other podcasts, the, the, the equipment, whatever. I've donated of myself to this to help other men. And, you know, that was when I first came into Troy's group and I start hearing from women. The, the first thing I heard was all of the sob stories, all the woe, you know, all the shit that. And I'm and I'm dip, I'm dipping into black territory here. Trade. That's a pretty much random hookups. All the shit that the girls random hookups are doing to them. And, you know, I was like, wow, this is fucking terrible. Like, we need to encourage these guys to not be DL. We need to stand up and be an example. We need to do X, Y, Z. We got to help this situation. You know, all of this shit right here is a reaction. This shit didn't come out of nowhere, at least for me. I heard X, Y, and Z happening. I have compassion and empathy, and I want to change that. I want to change the world in that respect, change things for an oppressed community in that respect. So, you know, here we are. I'm on my second podcast of this shit. But, guys, you don't have to start a podcast. You don't have to do YouTube videos. You know, just really being supportive and being visible and all, like, you know, don't, please don't have the second Facebook profile, you know, where you have one that's for you and then one that's for your your trans attractive version of you. Like, really, advocacy is being seen, being a beacon that people say, oh, dang, I know somebody that actually is in proximity to this community and I have all the questions in the world. It's a lot of, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've had plenty of people from my high school, college. Man, I got questions, bro. Like, what is this? So what's going on with this? Am I using this right word? And they're comfortable because they know me. And I just think it takes us being allies and advocates to really put ourselves in spaces where we can bring understanding to new people who don't have any proximity to the trans community at all. I'm not saying I am speaking for the community, but let's be real. I'm going to just bring this back to race. There are some spaces that black people are not in that our allies can help bring understanding to other people in. So I'm not at that dinner table in the South or wherever the fuck, but my friend who was white could be there and bring understanding in a space that I'm not in. And that's totally fine. I don't think he's speaking for black people, but he's helping some people that just don't understand, understand some shit. And, and it's coming from somebody that they can relate to and, and understand. And that's another part of it. You know, this is kind of, that's, that's a great point, but shit hits different when it's coming from a dude. No. Well, that, that's reality. For, that's for, reality for, for of, some of, men, of the society we live in. Yeah, I said it's sexist. It's you know, it's all the things. It's it's not no no not necessarily. Well, it, it's but it's it's reality. And you know, the, the the other point is, when you're visible, when you're vocal, when people know uh, uh, that you're out there like that. You know, I I go into social social circles where, you know, people know. I mean, my my Facebook page is most of, if not all of my uh, posts are public. So you know, I don't care. You can see what I what I think about, you know, religion, the vaccines, uh, politics, uh, and you know, and you know, me being a guy who in any LGBT issues, you know, what I'm saying because you know I I don't just advocate for for you know, trans women, I advocate for the, the entire community, 
because mm -hmm. I think it's important as a, you know, and bringing it to race as a black man with all of the stigma that and, and, and things that are associated with it, um, I wear it proudly. So when I'm in these social situations and, uh, and, and something comes up and then I challenge people or challenge a family member or challenge, you know, a friend uh, or have a friend say, hey, by the way, I knew this girl one time and I and whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop because it's the first time that they're able to have those types of conversations, you know, with somebody and not feel they're, that they're going to be judged. So that's really, really powerful and um, changing, just shifting that paradigm of how we think and, and men being out and open and visible and vocal. That's, that's, that to me, that's advocacy and activism. So, you know, mm. if you don't like my brand, that's fine. You don't have to like my brand, but I am going to continue to do the work because I have receipts. You know, Chris has receipts. We do the work. So, you know, if you're angry about that, well, then why are you here and why are you listening? Because apparently we're having some impact on you. So, um, you know, I think too many, too many guys get disillusioned and then just go right back to the shadows because let's keep it real, Chris, it's easier to live in the shadows. It's so much easier. Am I right or wrong, fellas? You're right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Um, I so, want to, before know, we go into the employment opportunities, you know, sometimes. <laughs> oh, shit. Before we move on to the um, next point, I just want to acknowledge uh, this is a, a milestone for the show. So we finally got our first commenter on Twitch. We've been streaming to Twitch for the last month and a half, two months. If you don't know what Twitch is, it's a video game streaming site where people are starting to stream all sorts of non-video game things. But shout out to Random Jaspery. He's been dropping in just small little comments here and there. But, uh, you know, Random Jaspery, you were the first. So shout out to you. Sorry to gr bring this to a grinding halt. <laughs> but, Nerds. Uh, Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Man, love Revenge oh. of the Nerds, by the way. Love it. I don't judge it by 2021 standards. I'm just gonna say that much right now. Oh, really? But, yeah. Um, you know, and everyone, I appreciate y'all in the comments uh today. We're just not really getting all that mixed into the comments, but um that's really the heavy shit. And I, I kind of just want to let that go because I have some fun some other fun shit and you know ladies in the comments i want y'all to take partners too this is kind of a two-part show we you know the conversation is you know the activism advocacy part i think i think we could have been couldn't have been clear on that subject and um you know i i think it's good to clear that shit up for guys who are be encountering women that are throwing this at them and you know really shaking their foundation not shaking their foundation but getting them to be like man like Sometimes guys don't know any better than to buy into the bullshit. So, um, but <laughs> I posted this. Uh, I posted this meme on the Men Like Us uh, Instagram account. I posted a few other places too, but we actually did voting for it. So, <laughs> oh, it was a lot of cap. There was a lot of cap today. Uh, <laughs> I was asking ladies, which one would you take, A or B? 
for those of y'all that are listening and not viewing this, because we do get a, a decent amount of people just listening on podcasting platforms. Um, it is, I'm showing a meme of two different men. One is a heavy set man, chunky, uh, you know, like myself, pleasantly plump, uh, holding a salad for some reason. I, I don't know. I, maybe that was photoshopped in. <laughs> uh, he So, man A, who was chunky, out of shape, has a 401k, uh, makes approximately $124,000 a year, has his own house, his own car, no kids, is an excellent cook, and is not on social media, it looks like. I think that's what the off means. Um, so that's, that's guy number A, or guy A. Guy B is a man with who is, the man has the body of a god, ladies. He literally has the body of a god. Like, it, it looks like he came straight out of Street Fighter. So some, some video game, some movie. Like, I don't even think Aquaman was that chiseled. So uh, anyways, the man with the body of a god. This is the second guy. He has no job, makes zero dollars an hour, stays with his cousin, has no car, has three kids, three baby mamas, works out quite a bit. Obviously, you got you for that body and has 15,000 followers on IG. So guy number one, again, 400K. Or I'm sorry. Wow. 401K uh, makes about $124,000 a year, owns his own house, has his own car, no kids, can cook, not even on social. Second guy, no job, no money, stays with his cousin, no car. Three kids, three baby mamas, works out quite a bit, and has 15K followers on IG. I ask women to choose, pick. And, you know, the, uh, the percentages, the results of that poll on IG, let me get, get it back up again. One second. Because, you know, I said it was for ladies only, but men felt the need to vote and fuck up the numbers. <laughs> So the real the real uh, percentages was it was seventy one percent of women who voted voted for guy number or guy letter A, and wait I said seventy right yeah seventy and no 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 I'm sorry seventy one percent seventy one percent voted for guy A and twenty nine percent voted for guy B and. Uh, I was just like, okay, so this was an anonymous fucking, this is an anonymous fucking voting, and we still have cap going on, ladies. Why, why are y'all capping? And I need y'all to answer for this in the comments, because y'all out here, okay, now here's the thing. Okay, so now Tracy is saying, Tracy is saying guy A, but I agree he cooked his, his as own. Cynthia says guy A, but if you're somewhere in between these, nope. Yep. Doug is asking, what if you're somewhere in between those only? Nope. These are only choices. You don't get uh, and one uh, response that we got a lot from ladies at first was uh, neither. I'm going to just stay single. No, you got to pick one. There is no gray area. <laughs> no gray area. <laughs> nope. You got to pick one. Stop. Stop the cap. So uh, who else? Who else voted here? Been there. Oh, yeah, but see, Misha married. She she already know better. Been there, chose A, and was happy as hell. There you go. Take it straight from a married woman, ladies. Well, uh, well. Chris, <laughs> all right, let, Troy. Let me, let me, let's let get me, the commentary uh, going. 
Um, I see in the community here in Metro Detroit. Okay, Detroit. Um, Metro Detroit. Go Pistons. I see. I, I, I see that they choose a guy who doesn't even necessarily look like me. Um, and they take care of these guys. These guys have no job. They have no vocabulary. They have no intelligence. They have no car. They have no. They have nothing. And these guys get more play than 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 the, the blue collar, white collar guys who are into the girls, but they don't carry that fizzle or what have you. Um, you know, it's the 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 real numbers. The reality shows something quite different ain't no 70 71 29 it's 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 probably actually reversed the other way because guy a would not get no play here i'm just saying what i see i'm just saying oh detroit well fellas if you are like guy a uh don't go to detroit (laughs) even if you make and you know what i have to be honest if I was guy number A, guy letter A, wow. If I was the guy, the heavy guy with a lot of money and all my own shit, like I, I feel like Detroit would be good because low cost of living. You can live like a sultan off of one hundred twenty-four thousand dollars a year. Like I'm from Milwaukee, it's damn near the same city in terms of cost of living, all that shit. In Milwaukee, in Milwaukee, you can make a lot of money. Now I see women talking about, well, guy A can always lose the weight. He can always, uh, uh-uh. uh. He the nigga that made it. He ain't got to lose nothing. He evaluating you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Let me pull that back. My fucking Kevin Samuels on. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Ladies. No. <laughs> I love bringing up Kevin Samuels. It just makes people angry. <laughs> oh, my God. But I don't know. I don't even think 124000 is that rich, really. I think that's just a regular ass dude that that you know got a little bit more than most. But like, you ain't you ain't living in the deluxe apartment in the sky. You ain't you ain't living in no mansion at one hundred twenty four thousand. I mean, maybe in Detroit you can get a really nice house in Detroit. You get a better house in Atlanta. Bro, you said she can't even be wheezy. Yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, ladies, if you get a guy, hey, you can't even really be wheezy. Like, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna have no maid. No, no. None of that shit. I mean, I, I guess if the guy can, if he saves, maybe, but this was just something <laughs> funny I saw on the internet. I put it out there as a vote to ladies, and I just thought it was absolutely fucking hilarious. And the comments were always hilarious. So <laughs> I'm not here to bitch about who's picking B or who's picking A or nothing like that. You know, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. I just thought it was absolutely hilarious because, you know, it, it's it, it really just puts it in like, all right, ladies, what you gonna do? And you just wait and watch for people to start tap dancing in line. Can I get both? Can I can I get something in between? Can I, I'm gonna just stay single. Neither one of these, okay. <laughs> so that's a, just funny. A is gonna be their boo. A is gonna be their boo, and B is gonna be their side dude. Oh. <laughs> you know I that mean, yeah. can go down. Yep, yep. They could try that for sure. They could try that. But, um, you know, guy A can get somebody else 
He don't need you. He's making good money. <laughs> like, he's the guy that's providing. Essentially, I'll just say it like this, because not all women are this, obviously. There are plenty of, you know, women who got their own careers and shit, but let's just say for the young girls out there who want to be taken care of, at that point, you're a dependent, and you can always just go get a new dependent. You don't need, like, the guy is just going to move the fuck on. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Straight, straight up, she's going to date guy A. She's going to make guy B decide, dude. And then all of a sudden, guy A is going to find out. And he's going to be like, yeah, come on home, baby. You know, I, I I need to show you what I cook. And then she comes home and all her suitcase is right out in the front door. Oh, damn. Nah, we <laughs> look, we ain't, we, ain't, we ain't doing a uh, way to exhale up in here. <laughs> but I say it like this, fellas. If, if if your woman's personal trainer looks like Guy B, fire that nigga quick. <laughs> personal trainers be smashing, bro. Them motherfuckers be smashing. They not smashing. Uh, as, they be smashing. As, as a as as a personal trainer and and, and See, look, my brother's uh-oh. company. Look, um, mm-hmm. that's not tr- that's not necessarily true. Look here. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> now, now, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's all false, but stop it, the cap, um, bruh. No, no, no. Um, a lot of your clients aren't necessarily smashable. So, is that? Well, okay. Well, that's it. That was a good show, everybody. Uh, thanks for watching. <laughs> the thoughts and opinions of Troy are his and his alone. No, it's yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. Look, look. You know, you know that I, you know that I, I, I stand up. You know, I stand up for what I say and what I. <laughs> how many times have you heard? <laughs> didn't I tell you? <laughs> exactly. Now look, so, we just having fun you know. tonight, y'all. This was just the fun half of the show. All this shit is just. We just kicking it, so don't be, you know, running out here making clips and nothing like that. You can, but it is what it is. We just kicking real, it. Real quick, Fridays yes, Fridays are now good for me, so because oh. we switched our nights to Saturdays. So Fridays are now good, so that's why Yo, I kept bugging you, bro. Some more of a OG Yoda. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, um, and I, and I appreciate a- it. Um, we we have to, uh, and, I, and I'll shut up after this. We, we we do have to, you know, continue to educate, uh, continue to reach out uh, in spite of. Uh, mm-hmm. And I appreciate what you're doing, Chris. I appreciate, you know, you taking the time out of your day, using your resources to, you know, put this, this together and to have conversations that are just not being had. So uh, my hat's off to you, brother. Appreciate it, man. You know, and, you know, yeah. there's women out there that say, like, uh, you know, give the girls your flowers before they're going. I'm gonna just say this on the airwaves, ladies and men. We everybody needs to give Troy his flowers. That's the motherfucker right there that been doing this shit for a minute, helping everybody, putting him putting himself last to help everyone. Spending hours on the phone, using his own, re- just helping people. Even I ain't even gonna go into all the shit. I'm gonna just say. Work is being done, and the man has made a difference. And, you know, we, we call him the OG because, you know, he is the OG, goddammit, and he, he's out here doing real shit. So that's we talk about people we need to get flowers to. That's a motherfucker that need to get his flowers. You know, he need to get his retirement reward. Get get the gold watch. 
so to speak. <laughs> there you go. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, not gangsta, original gangster. <laughs> there we go. So um, with that, we're going to bust out because we're keeping these things around an hour. So uh, thanks, everybody, who joined us for this conversation. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like this video on YouTube. Uh, follow us on IG, all that stuff. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And we will see you all the next week at the latest, maybe midweek. Who knows? And check out I, the real talk. Right, much love. <laughs> yes.